What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This episode 287, broken up into two parts, A and B. B? No? Great, thanks. 287A, posted on 719, will be a discussion on the long-awaited next installment in the MCU series in the form of Thor, Love and Thunder. And 287B, posting on 721, will be a discussion on the Netflix original, The Man from Toronto. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me as he does every week is my co-host, Roger, Space Viking Stillion. Fair enough. All right. And our lovely partner guest, Chris, the man from Wheeling, Vaughn. I don't know where you're from, so I can put Wheeling. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. For the record. Ah, your name sucks. <laughs> it always does. For, yeah, for, I flip-flop. I sometimes give him the shitty For name. the record, when you took your uh, your headphones off your head mid-intro, it sounded like you were putting on the gimp suit, so that was perfect. Thank you. I What's needed that. Suit? Google it. It... And audience, if you have young kids, don't Google that in front of your kids. Okay, fair. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming, I'm hoping it's not too terrible. No, it's not. You're okay. gonna, it's going to change your life, though. Guys, what is going on this week? How is everything? I'm here. Roger's here, nice. recovering from COVID. Yeah, last week. Well, I'm pretty recovered. But recovered. Yeah. Yeah. When he yeah. came out to give me, well, I don't want to say what he gave me, but when he came out to give me something, he looked <laughs> like he was unkempt and hadn't showered in six days and was hadn't slept in four and when you led into that story with he when he came out too and you just paused long there i thought we were going somewhere else with that okay so i pulled up to his house and he came outside to hand me something i don't i would just be very clear about that none of this sounds good but um, it's fine yeah so yes. I don't know what but um yeah he looked like he was he was living his best life at home not you know not doing how many how many consecutive hours of xbox roger there was, was a lot there was a long time <laughs> Everything. I played a lot of stuff. <laughs> nice, all right. I mean, legitimately, I couldn't do anything else. Yeah, so I was so I've had COVID twice now, and had to quarantine hard the first time, and then it was a little lax the second time around. But like first time especially it was it was a week long, with me and my oldest in like lockdown in, in our bedroom. And I couldn't even focus enough to play any. Like, you think, oh, a week off of work, get to play mm. video games all day on your computer. I was so brain fogged. I didn't. I didn't. Didn't get to enjoy anything like that. It was literally just having a fever and wanting to die for seven days. It really days. was dog shit. Yeah. I hated yeah. it. Yeah. That's fair. I. I don't remember having. So I when I came back from the show that got shut down in the Dominican Republic early. I remember that. I. They false. I false. I tested positive. I falsely tested positive like like four times now. Three times it landed. One time then. And so I didn't want to go home where my mom was. So I stayed at my place in Pittsburgh for. And that's. You know, it feels like time gap really well is watching all the Marvel movies in sequence. Like, <laughs> I just that takes a lot longer than you would think. Oh, it does. So just, and now there's there was then there was twenty seven, twenty eight. Now there's got to be like thirty four almost. Yeah, probably close to it. Jeez, for this, those movies are all two and a half, if not three, and it's just like sure, all yeah. Together. yeah, they're never a hard ninety, right? <laughs> the worst the worst thing was when I'd be so tired and then I couldn't get comfortable because my goddamn body hurt. Yep. Dude, that sucks so bad. Yeah. And like I'm I'm as vaccinated as I can be. Yep. So like I got the easier version of it. I'm like, if you did that probably sucked ass. Yep. For some people who didn't get it, yeah, of course. But some good to have you back on. We are back It's on great time. to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Back to kissing babies. <laughs> Roger is so dry. It's amazing his uh, reminds me of that one time he told us that what who's the author that tried to explain time travel? I don't know. The guy who wrote um Oh Green, Michael Crichton? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Timeline. Timeline, yeah. 
the look he gave me. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to write out theoretically how time travel would work. That was great. That was fucking great. Um, yeah, so that's a... Okay, we're watching back. How are you, Chris? What's going on? Oh, good. Uh, nothing much is going on. You look uh, good, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it's it. It's kind of weird on the, on the podcast. It's yeah. not weird. It's right. It's what, what's right is right. <laughs> yep, exactly. So I want to talk about something... I want to talk about a little exchange Chris and I had. Roger, you appreciate this. Okay. I came out of Starbucks. I, I don't like this. Okay. I didn't like the lead-in, but I, I, I came out, out of Starbucks. You know, I had a nice caramel crunch frappuccino. That's not helping with the story you're about to <laughs> no, tell. No, no, right. no, 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 no. And I go, and I said, Chris just looks at me, and then, like, he gives me this weird, like, he gives me this, and so I'm like, that's all he gives, a head nod? And he's like, you and those jeans, they don't flatter you. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I just gave, I'm just gonna stand up for a second. Don't. I have these same jeans on, Roger. These same jeans, and it was a T-shirt. But am I too fat for these jeans? He immediately gets insecure about his weight and assumes that's what I was talking about. I never <laughs> mentioned his weight, but that's not the worst part of your outfit. I tried to spare you, but what, then you what, leaned what, what in. Outfit? Tell me. Your dad Slayer three thousands you were oh, rolling in. The, the new, bam, the new the newbies. The newbies going to Starbies in your newbies. I love these. And when I asked your when I asked the person you were at your coworker, she was I was like. Are these? Am I too fat for these jeans? She's like, <laughs> she didn't want to answer you, did she? <laughs> so fair. Yeah, I have lost a couple pounds. I got to lose a couple more, I guess. But that's the exchange person I had. Again, I'll second this. I didn't say anything about his weight. He did. This oh. is an incredible story. Isn't it? That's great. No, <laughs> it's great. fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what else is going on, guys? Anything? Any plans coming up? You're no. on vacation in two weeks. Yeah, I go that's on vacation cool. in three weeks. So. So, you'll be gone for one, then you'll be gone for the next. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. going gonna to remote in, though. Um, I have a feeling you will I mean, in. it depends on what I get into in Colorado, but That's fair. it okay. all depends. Colorado's where I was born. I can see my mom told me. FYI. How do you not, but like... You didn't have to cap that off with, my mom told me, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> Ah. Look at me dead in the eyes and tell me that's where I was Jason, conceived. Jason, let me tell you a story. <laughs> well, it wasn't. We're on a hike in the Rockies. <laughs> Against my better judgment, the high altitude got to me. <laughs> Jesus. This is what I mean, fine, what happened. Oh. How do you figure it? If you were born somewhere and your parents hadn't left that area for nine months before that, do you oh, I understand the concept. <laughs> I'm glad that you broke that down scientifically for us. Thank you. Okay, okay. Back this to is how we get to 97 minutes on back to reality, back to reality. <laughs> Anyway, Colorado's a beautiful state. You'll you'll love it. I have family out Where there. Where Colorado be a family? Uh, I have a cousin who uh, lives out there and his wife. So we're gonna go stay with them for a couple okay. of days, and they're gonna show us around and all that kind of stuff. It is a good time. Summer's a good time to be in Colorado. Yeah. It's really kind of interesting. Yeah. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is the possibility of snakes, because that's like one of my two greatest fears. Is there so. snakes in Colorado? Rattlesnakes. Yeah. There are thousands of species of snakes. I just saw. Snakes. I just saw. Um, I just saw an article about that. About yeah. A, a make, little... make make me feel better. Go on. Hey. I I don't want to say. You would it. also be happy to know they're having record heat there, so that really actually brings the snakes out. So good luck. <laughs> Snake hunting. Okay. That's something I will not partake in, but alright. There's a snake in my boots. Stop. Oh my god. Alright, celebrate me. <laughs> it's good to be back. Gentlemen, we have an episode it's to do. Good to be back. Alright, this is episode 287 of Fourth Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. Was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Okay. Each and every week we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what's streaming, 
trailers and movies of the week. Let's jump into the box office as tradition dictates. There is not a whole lot of shakeup here, as you'd think, but Thor, Love and Thunder, 46 million domestic, 712 after after a weekend, a week, and a weekend. That's what it's put in so far. At, it's a good number. So what is that? America so, loves bad movies. So is that three? Is that three weekends worth of box office then? No, or two. only two weekends worth of box two office? Weekends. Well, it can't mean some places it came out on Tuesday night. Yeah, so gotcha. I don't it's know. like a ten day run. Okay, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a hell of a lot of money. <laughs> it's outpacing Doctor Strange right now, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. by, by far. So we're gonna talk about that one today. Minions: Rise of Gru number two, twenty six million, bringing us worldwide to five hundred thirty two million. Half as much as the original Minions movie. There you go. But. Also, that was pre-COVID 2015. So, mm. where the crawdads sing number three, a movie we're going to talk about next week, 17 million, bringing us worldwide to 17 million. Not a strong start for the massive book series. Number four, Top Gun Maverick, another 12, and it's like ninth Jesus. week. I know, good for it. How's this not making 12 million? 1.237 billion dollars so far. Jeez. It's still steamrolling. Like it's still doing well. So I was reading something uh, yesterday where uh, at this point people uh, like. On online polls and things like that, the average, the average like amount of times people have seen this movie is two point two times. There has been multiple like people going back twice or more to see this movie in theaters. I've seen it twice. I know I've seen it twice. Well, that, that, that leans on that. Both of uh, statistic. Incre- like, yeah, incredible. that's incredible. insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of well, money. Well, so we were in the same same movie for uh, for Thor last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you stayed for the end of the credits. I don't think you did. I did the whole time, all the way through the credits. Yeah, the last all scene of with, it with yep. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we were leaving. The Cole and I waited. My friend Cole, we were waiting for his wife outside the woman's bathroom, and the second auditorium was dumping, dumping out. It was it was um, Top Gun, and from the time we were waiting, like forty seven people emptied out of that theater. Like the ninth week of Top, like it's still it still has late night showings <laughs> pulling in yeah. like forty seven or fifty people. Yep. At a, at a low at a, at a you know almost backwater AMC. So backwater. <laughs> Well, I don't consider the Ohio Valley to be like a, a you know frontier or a premium town. Or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's that, impressive. That's, that's impressive, though. What? It's not. That's <laughs> impressive. I, I was very impressed by that still, but a testament to that movie. And there are a lot of people who have now started. Have <laughs> there are a lot of if you look. I've been. I now go into Reddit daily. Like I, I broke that. Oh, look at you! I know. I know. Um, Welcome to the cesspool. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. And people are really dedicated, like destroying that movie. Oh yeah. But, like it's too late for that. It's already made its money. It's already got the great reviews. Like what? Are you, what are you doing at this point? Anyway, all right. Number five, Elvis. Another seven point six domestic, bringing us worldwide one hundred seventy. That is not a good box office for that movie. That is. That's what I expected after week one. Is that? Mm. That was not good. No. Not good, Bob. Not, not great, good. Bob. All right, there's your box office. Let's take a look at current and upcoming releases as we slide into these very traditionally slow months after July. Top Gun Maverick is now officially in the top 20 for all-time all time box office for movies. It's, the, the, highest, it's the highest grossed Paramount movie of all time. Paramount weren't? I'm writing some more Paramount movies. That's incredible. Yeah, weren't the Transformers Paramount movies? No. No. Yeah, but it, it it just broke into top 20. It just passed up uh, The Fate of the Furious. Whatever that is. That's impressive. That's F- Furious 8. That's that's one of the thousands. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I assumed that thing. That's, but, the yeah. one where, that's the one where The Rock, as he's riding a tank on a sheet of ice, puts his arm down and redirects a missile that's also <laughs> traveling on the ice. 
Yes. Just FYI. Yeah. I, a, maybe I get the the facts that are mixed up. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, but I, I know there's a tank involved and there's a missile involved. And just and just to put out there, it's within fifty million of passing up to hitting seventeenth place and passing up Frozen. Well, it's, not gonna, it's, it's not gonna hit that. You passed Frozen though. That's it's, a big it's number. Still, yeah, it's still huge. getting twelve million a week. That's true. What do you mean it's, it, it well, can't? Well, so it'll continue to trend down though. True. Even but still. if twelve million a week. Yeah, it means you gotta have at least another five well, weeks. That, but that's twelve million domestic. That's not okay. So, I mean, so even more than yeah, twenty twenty five, maybe thirty a week. Yeah. So well, I mean, keep going, Roger. Okay. Well, that this means you know you're at least even if it's twenty million worldwide, that's another at least three weeks at the same pace. It'll be hard to roll that a lot longer than. It might, Pat. I mean, it, it just might with. I mean, so just to even imagine that Top Gun Maverick would make as much, or be in the ballpark of Frozen is oh God, big, yeah. is a big yeah, no, I agree, I agree. number. Yep. All right, let's look at some box art. Well, let's look at some, some releases. This past weekend, July 15th, <coughs> Marcel the Shell with the shoes on went wider. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Pause the Fury, the Legend of Hank, where the crawdads sing. It's a lot of movies for one week. Well, so... Pause the Fury, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris, all opened this week. For a combined like eight million dollars, yeah, not, not not good. But uh, yeah, it's gonna so. get gobbled up by Thor, though. Yeah, of course. Well, everything's gonna be gobbled up by Thor. Yeah, and I mean, I think well, dude, Minions doing another twenty six million though, and and Top Gun did twelve. That's domestic. That's, that's always domestic. Yeah, yeah. But um, still, that's still big. No, this, this coming week is uh, the Gray Man on Netflix, and nope. Nope. Now we've seen the trailer for Nope a thousand times. The movie yeah. is finally coming out. Thank God. July 29th, DC League of Super Pets, Vengeance. DC League of Super Pets will eat up whatever. It, it will. It will just take that same Minions audience and get another. So I probably weird, so. Yeah. I have a weird relationship with that with this tra- with that movie at this point. The more I see that trailer, the less excited I am for that movie. For, for the DC reason. League. Of Super Pets. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of. Well, I'm, I'm the same way with Nope. I was happier with Nope the less I knew about the movie. Yeah. Honestly, but like the DC League of Super Pets thing, like I just don't care. Yeah. I mean, I got two kids that that may enjoy it, so I mean, I, I have a reason to go see it. But it's just every time I see the trailer, every it's just less and less. Well, you know it. what? I maybe it'll click with you. Is I see the trailer and you know what word pops in my head? Generic, corny, mm-hmm. corny, like fine, corny, corny, generic. Like there's well, nothing that sets it apart from other things. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, Bolt's gonna be a better, you know, pet superhero movie most likely. Than <laughs> Bolt from two thousand eight. Yeah, John Travolta. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bolt's okay. good though. I, I like wait, Bolt. what? What was the shtick on Bolt? There was some shtick. That he that that he was an act like he was an actor like an an, an acting dog, okay, but he okay. didn't know it. He thought he was a superhero, and his his kid gets kidnapped or whatever by the by the villain of the movie. I can't. I barely remember that, but I remember that Bolt was a big deal for a while. All right, August fifth, bodies, bodies, bodies. Bullet Train, which I'm I'm getting more excited for. Kind of the I, I've been I've been excited for Bullet Train. I, that movie's going to be garbage, but I cannot wait to see it. I don't think it'll be garbage. I hope it isn't, but I, there's a good chance it might be. <laughs> yes, well, Snowpiercer wasn't garbage. I'm not saying there's any correlation. Yeah, I was going to say those are two. Takes place on a train. I mean, I mean, from, mm, there's um, many movies that take place on trains. Yeah. <laughs> Easter Sunday, Hogwarts, the Hogwarts Express. Oh God. You just threw me, threw me off my thing. Yeah, Good. What, 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 was there was a whole Hogwarts movie on the train. What did I miss there? Yep. All right, August 12th, Fall, Inuo, <clears throat> Mac and Rita. That's going to be a slow week. The hell are those movies? <laughs> <laughs> Every August, week I'm surprised when movies are like, <laughs> the fuck are those? I don't right. know. August 19th, 
Beast and Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Hell yeah, brother. Chris, you said last week you're going to try to make a uh, an IMAX visit for that. I am. I really want to. <clears throat> and, and me well, and my daughter. That's the thing, man. Like, you love me and my daughter are pushing through Dragon Ball Z right now. and trying It'll to get take to you Super. 11 years. <laughs> hey, listen. We're almost done with the first eight seasons of Naruto. We only started that like four, like four months ago. So I'm impressed by how much... I'm, how many seasons? How many episodes per season for those animated? Like twenty six ish, just oh. about. But uh, how many Ball. episodes per season for Dragon Ball? Same thing, same thing. Mm-hmm. But it has it has two more seasons than Naruto does technically. If you want to go, you know, I just found. Um, so I, you got two hundred and seventy five plus episodes to go through Dragon Ball. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just found. Don't worry, most of those are trash episodes. Anyway. I just found yeah. some big boxes that we're trying to shift around. Um, yeah. Get out of parents' house and mm-hmm. found two big. I was like, what the hell is in these boxes? I opened it up. All the Dragon Ball uh, cassettes, the VHS tapes. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I didn't. Yep, dude. I mean, you should so sell many. those. Yeah, for real. If they're in good condition. It's all a good set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you should sell those. Yeah, for real. I, I, I sold my old DVD collection of um of the first couple of seasons, that was in good condition. That's DVD sets. I sold those for like thirty five dollars a box. Nice. Well, I may, I may sell those. Yeah. I, although I do collect VHS sets, I might just keep them. But and they make the little pictures. You keep putting more in. They keep making. Yes, yeah, thank you for giving me that smarmy-ass look. Appreciate that. It's amazing that you've had sex with a woman. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I can like actually that Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that with Ron. <laughs> I just don't. Just, he just looks at me and I just <laughs> grinned at him. All right. The Invitation at Samaritan, which is a, it's an Amazon movie. And then August 31st, 3,000 Years of Longing. That's a Wednesday. I, I don't... No, that's coming out on a Wednesday. What? Is that movie? That's the Idris Elba, Elba, yeah. Kind of a genie in a lamp kind of thing. Weird sex genie. Uh, September 2nd, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. I saw the trailer for this in our movie, and I, I, I just can't. I, I agree with you. <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version. I don't know why I just watched that again, because it's on... No Way Home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're going to watch the more fun stuff version on... September's going to be two for us for re-releases. Spider-Man and Avatar. We are doing Avatar. Well, I have no problem watching Avatar, but I'm not going to rewatch the movie I just watched. Oh, Spider-Man? Yeah. Forgot you know, six, seven months ago? Uh, September 8th. When was the last time I watched Avatar? 12 years ago? I, I don't know. It's always on TV. It is, it is. That's why I just started saying I actually just, I just watched it. I just watched it. No again. That's a better movie than I remember. Seeing, just experiencing it again is a better movie than I remember. Here, here we go. Did it, did it remind you of the first time you watched Pocahontas on the Disney Princess Collection? Because that's I, I what Avatar is. Yes, it is. But <laughs> there's a lot more to it than just that, too. All right, September 8th is Pinocchio, Disney+. Plus. September 9th, Barbarian, Dark Harvest. Again, two movies, I have no idea, but... There's a barbarian, like, colon Dark Harvest, because that's... I was like going to say, yeah, that, that, that's a video game franchise. That sounds metal as fuck, so that <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> and then on the 16th, we'll stop, Moonage Daydream, that's in IMAX. Moonage? Like, when your pants are down? Moonage Daydream and The Woman King, which is... This movie's getting a huge, a lot of buzz. It's, um... Who's in that? I can't remember her name. It's getting a lot of buzz, though. Who's in that? I can't remember her name. Oh, Viola Davis. Oh, okay. So it's getting it's getting a lot of a lot of talk. Oh yeah, it's got Viola Davis. I, I, I just hope it's good. <clears throat> and then September twenty third, Avatar re release. <sighs> yeah, buddy. Blonde on Netflix. Don't worry, darling. Not proper punctuation. September thirtieth, Bros, a movie I worked on right before COVID. Hocus Pocus two, 
which I think will open up through a dud on Disney Plus, and Smile. What, well, Rod, you're going to love Smile. You love those horror movies, don't you? <laughs> you just smile. Oh, Roger, Roger, Roger. You are a national treasure. You know that? Yes. I hope you know that. All right, gentlemen. Who's excited for what streaming? I am. Good for you guys. All right. This week we're taking a look at Disney+. Plus. Free Guy, directed by Sean Levy, Ryan Reynolds, Jody Comer, Lil Ray Howery, Taika Waititi. If you haven't seen this one, good movie. It's, it's a very, very good movie. Uh, here's one that I, I talk about again and again, but I think it's way ahead of its time. The Rocketeer by director Joe Johnson, Bill Campbell, Alan Arkin, Jennifer Connelly. Were we just talking about Rocketeer at work like a week ago? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Why were we talking about I don't about remember. That? I don't remember. The movie's way ahead of its time. Like, huge production budget way ahead of its time. Paul Sorvino, 1991. Didn't it cost like $100 million in 91 to make yeah, Rocketeer? It did. It's a lot of money back then. It's a lot of money today. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same budget as Spiderhead. Yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. You watch Spider-Head, by the way? I did watch it, yeah. Spider-Head cost $100 million. $100 million. Jesus. I, I know. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. It was, shot, it, was, that. it was shot like two rooms, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was just like, no way, that's real. Because I'm thinking maybe 30, right? But it doesn't... 50, mil, 50 million for Hemsworth. That's probably where half that budget is. Well, I can... So, I worked on Hair of the Purple Crayon with the team that did Spider-Head before that, and I'm, yeah. I, I'm talking to someone who... I was just I, yeah, I emailed the other second to ask her where did the money go to that movie? She's like a lot of it was salary, a ton of it was salary. Yeah. So Chris Hemsworth is apparently not the cheapest actor to work with. Probably. Like Miles Teller isn't super cheap either, but the bulk of that money I'm sure was um, Hemsworth. And then number three, uh, The Greatest Showman by director Michael Gracie, Hugh Jackman, Michelle Williams, Zac Efron, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, 2018. Hell of a soundtrack, hell of a movie. Great movie. Yeah, 100. Right. You, you love that one. I remember that. No. Okay, he did. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's talk about, gentlemen, some trailers. <coughs> I know you guys love this part of it when I get to pick what I f- subject you to. For it's okay. I just can't of... wait to bury trailer two. Let's go. Let's talk about Day Ship with Jamie Foxx. This is right. good. <laughs> I'm interested at least. The concept of, you know, vampires. It's Blade meets... John Wick. John Wick. No. That's what it does. It's Blade meets John Wick, but what it, it's, uh, I thought it was going to be bright, too. Honestly, when it start when we started watching that, like it looked like it was like a continuation of, of the Bright movie from way back. So, but it looks good. Looks interesting. Looks fun at least. I mean, it's going to be gory, bloody, probably funny. He's got Dave Franco in it. I think he's funny. The trailer opens. I I, I do like him in a weird way. I think he is entertaining mm-hmm. in like a really annoying younger brother kind of way. No, nope. but. Uh, I do like how this trailer opens up with uh, shooting grandma with a shotgun. Like out of nowhere. Kind yeah, of. and like kind of like brought me into it. Like, okay, what are we doing? Well, it really does seem like some weird robbery, mm-hmm. like hitman movie kind of thing, thing yeah. going on. And no, she's a demon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> weird. Hi, grandma. Roger said like it's oh she's oh of course she's, you know the, the, old, old, the old the old demon routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the old grandma demon. Seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm all here for it. Jamie Foxx usually doesn't make bad decisions I, when it comes to movies. I like Jamie Foxx yeah, in most things he's in. He's in one of my favorite movies of all time, Collateral. I love that's that. A good, that's a good movie. The one with uh, it's got Tom Cruise in it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's a very good movie. Uh, that's better than good. That movie's just one of those movies. It stays with you. Mm-hmm. That's like hauntingly good. Yeah. Let's talk about Spin Me Around with Allison Brie. Yeah, mm. let's talk about it. Can you tell me? Can anyone tell me what it's about from the trailer? All Garden. Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you <laughs> when you become a manager at Olive Garden, they do send you to Italy for for two weeks. So that's the thing, and they were wearing the coats, the same 
stupid coats they wear with the white and then the the, the, the patch stitching. I'm assuming he's taking Olive Garden. I could be wrong, but I don't know what else a restaurant they'd be making fun of. So it's gotta be Olive Garden. She goes to Italy and weird stuff's happening and who knows? She's so, banging the CEO or something. It looks like shit. The movie looks shit. Whoa, man! You haven't even seen it. I said it looks like shit. All right, reserve reserve judgment. Roger's so amped to watch this movie. He is. I am excited. <laughs> The right. most and excited I've ever been. Also, actually. the longest trailer in the world, right? Well, it just seemed long. Cause it I do insane. like Aubrey Plaza, though. I think she's incredibly hot. That's good. It's yeah. fair. That's good. <laughs> Which one was that? The dark-haired chick. Okay. The one from the, the one from. Oh, I got it. Parks and Rec. Isn't that part of this? For sure. sure. Yeah, Parks and Rec. I'm excited for it. Okay. I'm not. Well, beats their own. All right, let's talk about Luck, an animated movie on Apple TV+. Plus. What, are, what are we thinking about this? The animation looks cheap. It does look incredibly cheap, yep. incredibly generic. It does. It's Apple. I, I can't imagine Apple wouldn't put their full might behind something like this. I imagine that Apple would try to absolutely try to save money whenever it can. And if they're putting on Apple+, Plus, they so don't I, have to spend I, money I on it. I know that. it's their... Property. Property. Yeah. Is it their movie? I don't know, but it's it, got Apple. It, I mean, Apple it, 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 it said an Apple TV product. Yeah, an Apple TV original. Well, but okay. So let's talk about things like that for a second. Think of uh, animations. One of the primary things where Apple probably didn't make this in house. As far as I know, they don't have an animation. Okay. Studio okay. Yeah. 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 I got right. you. Think about like Netflix. Mitchell's versus the Machine. That is a Netflix original. That is Sony. made by Sony yeah, Pictures. Yeah, you're right about I that. Gotcha. So that that's what I mean. Like, is it? Did they make their own team, buy their own studio for this? Or they're like, hey, we got this movie out here, and Apple's like, we'll take it. You know what I mean? When they do their bidding and whatever. So I guess, I don't know. I, I hope it's a decent movie. It would but it would Apple pretty... to have several things for kids on there. Sure, it, it definitely would be better. But, like, Apple does very high-quality stuff, and this one just doesn't. Now, listen, it might be a great movie. It very well might be. But it seems like the production value in this one is not quite the standard. It's not quite there. So, like, I'm watching a series on Apple TV right now, uh, the For All Mankind, the uh, the astronaut show. Like, they just started the third, they just released the third season, like, two weeks ago. It's got an incredible production value. Like, it looks great. Maybe Apple it. does look yeah. great. Yeah. So, I mean, even Greyhound, wasn't that an Apple movie? It did not look great, though. It did, it just sucked. Like, the cinematography wasn't the problem. For luck, the only thing it says is it's just, uh, it's produced and created by Skydance. Oh, that's okay. Tom Cruise. Isn't that Tom Cruise's company? That's his company. Skydance yeah. Animation is all it is. So like, well, here's the thing. i got two kids, and they're all over all the all the streaming services we have. I've seen so many like bad Netflix like girl, like little girl cart like animated cartoons, and they look better. Some of those look better than this, I animation style-wise. It's, it's what is that movie we always talk about? John Krasinski and Emily Blunt were voices in it. Remember that one? It was like it was half-assed large like two Augusts ago. The weird circus one? Yeah. Yeah, Animal Crackers. Animal Crackers. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. It, it, the animation was like 15 years ago, yeah. 20 years yep. ago at best, you know? Yeah, but like, like this, the animation looks off on this. It looks like they took the um, the Apple um, the Apple 3D emojis you can do and just made a movie yeah, with them, and it looks bad. Sure. So, I don't know. Well, we'll it, see when it comes out. Yeah, I, ho- I hope it's fun because my kids are probably going to end up wa- you know, watching it, you know, if, if I have to watch it. If, if, they, if, you, if they watch it six times and they're entertained by it, then if you've gotten... Yeah. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Zeus. Hey, oh. Gladiator. Zeus. Zeus, yeah. yeah Russell Crowe, thank you. Yeah. Fat Russell Crowe, by the way. Yeah, right. John Goodman. You just are from the 
about that movie. We were talking about the main character. Just called. He just credited the guy, and Roger's like, "He's gonna make sure you have a real, real bad day." <laughs> so funny. Oh man. Okay, let's get into some. Let's get into the movie of the week. Yeah. The long, long anticipated Thor: Love and Thunder. I know there is. This is a very divisive movie. It will be in this room. Uh, well, maybe not as much as I think, but there are some. Man, there, man, there are some things going on in this movie. Thor, Here's love what I don't and like. thunder. Here's what pisses me off. Right, right here. These, I guarantee you, are inflated in the Rotten Tomatoes. 68 in the tomato meter, not great, but it's not nearly where where this movie sits. Mm-hmm. And 79 audience score. Okay. I thought people were. I, I, I have not heard any good word of mouth on, and it's 79. What? make any sense to me. Well, before we go into there, I went to look. This is the first Skydance animated movie. Yeah. Feature length. Okay. Well, maybe Skyland. So they have two For luck, of them. right? Hmm? For luck. For luck. Yeah. They have two of them. One is August 5th, which is luck. And then there's one also going to Apple TV Plus called Spellbound. Okay. Which is coming in mid-November. Huh. So, okay. Yeah, it looks like the only other thing they have that's actually been released... Last October on Apple TV Plus, a short film called Blush. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like a that's got like a space thing going on with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've seen obviously your daughter. So they have. I've seen it actually. They have I all the Skydance animation properties at this point. Okay. That's so. pretty cool actually. That's you know. I'm sure Tom Cruise is So they do have a studio. There's nothing wrong with more competition in those spaces. No. But it forces everyone else to be better. So I'm okay with that. And I hope I hope like it does well. But right now, animation looking a little rough. Well, it said the guy that is running their animation studio is the guy they post directly from Pixar. So yeah. I expect it to swing. Oh, yeah. Of okay. course. I mean, it'll take time. But it could go. This is Project 2. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Let's recap the... Well, you're talking, yeah, you're talking about the, the tomato scores. 68 and 79. Okay. That sounds Way about right to me. So that it sounds about right to me if you consider. So like well you said that you like you've only heard bad, you know bad things or what you've heard. But I, I need to rephrase that. I I'm I haven't heard anything great. Okay, but again, you have to keep in mind that the circle that the circles that like you're going to look into is you know it's a heavy on the it's heavier on criticism because it's easier to criticize things than it is to pr- to give praise. No, of, of course, especially you know things I mean? this big. Yes, especially yes. the big stuff. People love to just and snipe also when people are happy about something, they don't they don't get vocal about it more than people that get vocal about things they're unhappy with. So you always keep that in mind. It's the same thing for like user reviews and you know Amazon ratings and reviews for like you know when you work at a Comcast store and you get customers that give you surveys. It's all the same stuff, right? Right. You hear yeah. It's always the bad stuff that gets. That are the loudest. So there's a ton of people that are just going to be cool with this movie. You know, at least you know a portion of eight hundred million dollars spent on it. You know what I mean? There's going to be positive reviews. The problem I have with things when it comes to scores like Love and Thunder, where we're not going to give it the highest scores. It was, it's not a terrible movie. Yeah, Don't yeah, we'll think that it. it is. But somewhere out there, somebody somebody thinks Thor: Love and Thunder is absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah. Think about what I just said. Yeah, Taika Waititi thinks it's hilarious. Most most of the jokes by the end of this movie, like I was eye rolly. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. please it, fucking stop. It took you to the end? No, but I mean, by the time they keep just drilling some of the same oh, stuff into you, d- don't worry, we'll talk about all that because that's we will. that's my we, biggest thing. Yeah, but no. here's the thing though: somebody laughed every time. Yeah. Taika Waititi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the thing. Somebody out there's like, hey, this is great. <laughs> well, right. it's just they just this is this is Ragnarok on steroids. This is. Dude, it couldn't hold Ragnarok's jockstrap. <laughs> well, I'm saying, but, but what people remember about, I imagine what people, one of the words people used to describe Ragnarok, hilarious. I imagine in the whatever testing groups they do, 
<laughs> a lot of people love the comedy in it, so they leaned hard into it on Thor: Love and Thunder, and I can imagine being the same director. Another day, didn't Taika another, another Doug. <laughs> Piss off, Ghost. Didn't Taika Waititi do Thor: Love? Yeah, he did. Ragnarok. Weird. He's um Korg. I know Korg that. I know that. But like, also, the, also, didn't he uh, direct or write or something for he it? He did. He did. Weird. I'll, I was watching some clips with a buddy of mine for the the payroll assistant, um, Tomas, and uh, one of the things I'd forgotten about that I loved was. And he was giving Thor weapons. He's like, here's an interesting thing. It's it's a long pole with three wooden stakes. Really, really helpful if you're fighting three vampires all huddled together. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Like, why is that in the movie? Anyway, okay, let's talk about it. Chris Hemsworth, of course, reprising his role. Natalie Portman, come back. Jane Thompson, Christian Bale, who steals the show every time he's on the screen. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that, Holy too. Holy crap. Taika Waititi, Jamie Alexander, Russell Crowe, Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Karen. But the, the Guardians is only the Guardians crew is only in there for like five, five minutes, minutes, if yeah. that. Um, they really look like they didn't want to be there either. Especially Nebula. Karen Gillum was like, you got me for one day. I'm giving you six hours. And I got to wear all this goddamn makeup. One day, Chris Pratt looked rough too. Yeah, his hair was like his hair is like he's disheveled. <laughs> he hasn't shaved in two weeks. Yeah, he looked bad. He's like just coming down off a bender. Paul Clement, Clement uh Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, Sean Gunn, uh, directed by Taika Waititi. Of course, based off of the Stan Lee comics that we've all been watching now for years. Stanley Jack Kirby. Let's talk about it. Roger, tell us just sum up. Thor Love and Thunder. What's so, there is two ways to look at Thor. You either look at it as the first Mighty Thor movie or the fourth actual Thor movie. Um, if you go on the fourth Thor movie, we meet a, a bad guy, Christian Bale, who's actually the, probably the best part of this movie. Gore the God Butcher. Gore the God Butcher. Hell which yeah. he absolutely is the best part of this movie. Really uh, sets the tone for what he does. Yeah, I mean, there's... There's no question. He's not their custom meat man. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's out extracting revenge on gods because he doesn't think that they're useful. Um, and yeah, we got the side side plot of the Mighty Thor with Natalie Portman, which is probably the better story that I think they should have focused on more. Of course, uh, they actually they take the the actual some of the actual Mighty Thor arc where she has stage four breast cancer and. She becomes Thor after making a talking the Mjolnir about helping her out, and ends up being the thing that spoiler will kill her. Um, the longer she's Thor, she's fine, but every time she kicks off after it, it's like way, way worse. And for they her body. barely explain that. To, they, they do. There's just so much disservice in this. Well, movie. it's fine. It's fine. My, I, I it should have been a two movie arc. Yes, hundred percent. Should have been a two movie arc. I agree with what you're saying. Is they give you like one or two visual clues, but like you can't possibly figure out. That by what they show yeah. you, and in the end, it's like, oh yeah, Molnir's doing this. It's yeah, like, yeah, they, 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 they just dump the yeah. dump the two lines into the movie, and it's like, I explained, done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's <laughs> love your stupid. Explain. I agree. It absolutely could have been a better. It's two movie arc. Should, it should have been a two movie, movie arc. Um, so you know. or pretend like you got a streaming service you could actually do some of this on. Let's pretend. I don't. Th- Chris Hemsworth's not. You're not getting him for Disney. You, but wh- hey, what about Natalie Portman? But we need you need them both. Not to not to begin her journey as Mighty Thor. You don't. Okay, I guess you're right. Maybe a six miniseries that just not to even start six, it. three, four, three, and then anything. Do the movie. Yeah, yeah. You could you could do a lot of 
a lot of exposition out of the way in those three episodes and then start Thor. Right. You could do that. Well, it's like, you know, just talk about things that they don't really work on too much in this relating to the Jane Foster side. You see Darcy for what, six minutes? If that. Well, she's there just long enough to do a Frito-Lays plug. It's great. Well, she's there long enough to satisfy the contract that Marvel has with her. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah, probably. Because there's two movies now where she does a whole Frito-Lays dump for... The Frito Lay sponsorship. That's a funny thing, but this this contract satisfaction that they're doing. Which also this continuity error there. Did you notice that the bags go missing in that whole scene? It's fine. There's tons of continuity errors in this movie, especially with Christian Bale's character. But tons. Like I said, though, that's the real story that would have been better to really expound on. It is a much better story. And like, here's the thing: I think having Gore as the uh, antagonist is great. Like he is a good story. Her story is good. Thor is the worst part here. Well, his story is the worst part. The only part that's good with him is when him and Jane finally have their time. The moment. And, like, that's it. All the rest of it is just shitty fluff. Well, with, like, occasional lightning bolts and screaming power metal, well, which what, what, is kind of cool. What makes me mad about all that is, like, Jane would have asked about Loki. She would have been like, how's your... Wait, was she... She didn't know about the father. I she did appreciate the Matt Damon thing coming oh. up. <laughs> See, I th- uh, so I do too, but I think because of the way this movie went, it just makes me mad. Because again, that was something that was that was a great, like, was a funny surprise when it co- when it comes up in Ragnarok. But then to pull it back into this, it's almost eye rolly because it's not it's not utilized in any way besides a second, you know, to kind of laugh on screen about it. I don't know. Like it's just something something else that came back from the other movie that worked, and here it doesn't feel like it no, does. No, let me. Focus groups made are the reason this movie is the way it is. People love the comedy in Ragnarok, but they forgot when they were making this one. They leaned hard in the comedy and forgot there was any kind of a story that needed to go with it. You know that's the problem. So Thor Ragnarok worked because there was a good mix of com. There was a little comedy mixed with a straight through line story. In this one, it's all comedy, almost no straight through line. The story. janky story inside of it. So talk about comedy size and stuff that I think worked for me. Mm-hmm. I like his whole relationship he has with Stormbreaker. I actually thought that was funny to like me. Floating in this. Well, yeah, wait, floating, yeah, floating so, okay. in the scene. Yeah, that's funny to like me. A or like, ex-girlfriend. or when he walks over and he's talking to him when they're on the ship, he's like, "What's wrong with you today?" Yeah. He's like, "Why are you doing this?" Like, some people be like, "Dude, what the fuck?" See, even that stuff got got old for me fast though. Like, it, like coming back to it so often is what is what killed it for me. Well, I don't mind having a running joke like that. I don't. However, well, however, a lot of this movie. Was a running joke. Yeah, on there was too much of it mm-hmm. to, and it really takes off what is funny and what is good, and just lumps it into a whole pile of crap. I'd like to find out whose idea of the screaming goats were, because I'd like to actually hurt them, cause them physical pain. Well, I, mean, I didn't mind. The it was hilarious the time. for the first two times it happened. I, I think they could have done the first two times as funny, and then like as a if they if and they come to the end of the movie one, one more time when like it crashed in the plane yeah. and then what happened I would have laughed really hard yes <laughs> I did not every time we see the goat need but, them screaming but instead <laughs> we hear them screaming for an hour and 30 minutes yeah. Yeah, it's it was lot. wonderful it's a lot it was a Taylor Swift scream from the or the video that they interrogate never mind, never mind it wasn't but you're right there's too much of the gags here and I look I'm. I laughed. There's too much of the same gags. I laughed at a lot of it. Because there can be a lot of gags. Well, a lot, a lot of like the when he's recanting the story of Thor, like, and then of Natalie Portman's character. Like, I laughed at some of that stuff. Yeah. When when they're when they're like he's showing you the relationship and he's like, 
I have to clean up all the shit. Like, it's two dishes. Like, yeah. funny. To an extent. This is... Here, okay, here's my problem with the whole the, the Marvel thing. In a sh- this movie works perfectly to prove my point, though, is nothing matters. Nothing fucking matters in the Marvel Universe. Those people don't quite get is no actions have any consequences in the Marvel Universe. For, I mean, you're, so you're going to ask me to... Some of the Gore of the God Butcher stuff gets pretty deep, pretty dark, mm-hmm. pretty fast. But you're going to ask me to, in the same movie, laugh for an hour, but then 20 minutes or so of the movie, you want me to think that Thor and company is actually in peril and danger? Sorry, you just you can't you can't do that. I don't think I don't think that's that's the same issue that you're describing. Though. You're t- you're saying like nothing matters. I think it's more of a tone issue than than like what matters and what doesn't well, matter. Well, I'm being very broad. I, well, yeah, of course, very broad. But I, I I think the movie has a tone issue. I agree with you on that. Uh, if that's what you're trying to say. But what this happened to Thor isn't. though? What do you mean? What happened to Thor used to be, you know, he told Thanos, "You die for that." You know, like great one-liners he was a force to be reckoned with and now he's a fucking joke well he became dude bro thor and that's well, what fine dude bro thor or not well he's a joke my point is when they made him joke thor i don't think they figured out how to get him out of that you can't make him serious thor after having him be joke thor yeah. right off the bat now you could have existential crisis thor which is the store thor i think we're going to get going forward you know because now we got like lost dad syndrome thor going and i think that that I like that idea. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting concept. But how we get from you know the beginning of this movie with him and the Guardians of the Galaxy basically wrecking somebody's planet again to taking care of a child is such a weird... Like, there's no linear it's too much thing. One movie. It's well, too much of an well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, well, no, there's no setup. For, and for the first time, they crammed this down to two hours. Yeah. Which... You know, me and Chris have been talking about it for a long time. A lot of movies are too long. They jammed a whole bunch of shit in two hours here. Well, and so probably too much. So uh, this is a little earlier than I wanted to bring this up, but there's a four-hour cut of this movie. Of course, oh, I, I assume there's no. There is a four-hour cut of this movie. Did you know that Go- Jeff Goldblum shot scenes for this? Oh, he was in Ragnarok. That makes sense. Peter Dinklage shot scenes for this. I'm sure it'll be the, the well. Dwarf yeah. See, yeah. I'm, I'm, this is they're gonna they're gonna see what Spider-Man does. The the more fun stuff version. It's gonna make another five hundred million dollars. I have no doubt. And then this one, no, I mean, they're just gonna. So we're we're gonna keep getting these movies, and then a year later, re-released. I don't think it was plan. I don't think they shot that much to plan for a re-release. I think, I think somebody somewhere decided that they wanted to make this big ambitious thing, and and then figured out later on, and they shot way too much stuff for this movie instead of just focusing on two to three storylines that can mesh together in one good movie. Yeah, there should have been three storylines in here: the Mighty Thor line, the Core of the God Butcher, and Thor getting back to Thor. Yeah, like that's it, which was doable. But yeah. instead, you get all these all these things happening. You get the whole all all the gods coming together. It could be a huge. It could be a movie on its own. You know, be characters you had to pull from. And there? that's actually one of the dumbest parts of this whole movie. It is. Oh, no, and, 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 and it's not. And it's not. It's not the subject matter's fault. It's what they did with it. Yep. Why it's dumb. Stupid. Well, but now they've they've just mounted a ton of enemies to Thor now. But like, I don't. If if Hemsworth isn't going to be Thor. I don't give a shit. I don't care. If you don't have Hemsworth, I do not care. You can make a good Thor without Hemsworth. I don't think you that's can. doable. Well, it, you, you could have. You could have. You could have, have, have Jane. Yeah. <laughs> so Jane yeah. would have been a great Thor. Yeah, Jane should have been fine. She right? Been fine. You could give her three movies. Well, you could give her a movie. You could give her two. two. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You could give her two. But still, but it's like it's uh, instead we we ruined an entire an entire arc and made it a joke. You know what is bad about a menacing Zeus? 
right? Like a serious badass Zeus. Instead, we got we got the you know whatever his name is, the dude from Unhinged Zeus. Yeah, we got him. Yeah, which I'll admit was funny when he was doing his little. It was funny for a second, but then again, it's a joke on it. Do you think he was wearing pants? No. Do you think Zeus is just fucking flopping around? <laughs> yeah. Fucking talking about orgies and yeah. you're yeah, not invited I, to the orgy. Yeah, and, uh, and listen. No, if you keep talking like that, you won't be invited to the orgy. <laughs> well, he never actually said he wasn't and listen, invited. And that's a joke, and, and, and that's an inside joke on anyone that knows that knows anything about mythology well, and Greek mythology. It is, but it is it is a running joke from Ragnarok, though, because they talk about Goldblum's character, yes. about his pleasure ship where the orgies happen. Yes. So, Thor's big for orgies. It, it just... They made it. They made that whole thing a joke, and then at the end of the movie, they try to go serious with an end credit scene about Hercules. I'm actually okay with that, though. No, I'm okay with that subject matter, but you ruined the. It's like you wasted the intro to that by making it a joke, though. No, yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I because, saying. because where, because where's, where's the top end of this? You know what I mean? You've already fought Dad with Zeus. You stole his some of most powerful thing he has on him, and then you use it to kill to kill a god with. And now you're gonna send Hercules. Ooh. Like, why? Why should anyone give a shit? You made it a joke. You right. ruined that. It is Roy Kent, though. <laughs> oh, is that who's fair? I didn't know who that was. Yeah, that's Roy he's Kent. He's here. He's there. He's, he's every, every fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> Hercules. Yeah, but it's Brad it, Goldstein. It's just it's things like that. They're all. It's all over this movie, making everything a joke. And I get it. Like. There's nothing wrong with humor in Marvel movies. It's one of the things that makes a Marvel movie, you know, it makes it a, a Marvel movie. And it's a good thing. But here, the way this was written and the jokes that were made, again, I don't want to blame Taika Waititi, but it feels like his humor's all over this, and it, it just gets so old so fast in this but movie. That's that's the inherent issue I've always had with Marvel is... You, you, you can't ask me to care about the, 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 the universe in peril and then... Keep giving me these funny anecdotes. You There's, just can't do it. You can have stakes and there be humor. That's like you saying that. But not any, as much as this humor. No, no, I agree with that. But what you're saying there is, is that there can't be humor and there'd be stakes. No, but what I'm saying here is, I mean, nothing seems to. There's not seems to be any consistency ever in these movies, and that's actually not a problem in this one because that's not the issue here. The issue is, is your the 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 tone of this movie is all over the place. Well, I, all over the place. I don't, I don't want to interrupt your train of thought here, but. I think the tone for all of the Thor movies is always all over the place. Because think of the first Thor, and then you get the second Thor, which is Dark World, which is pretty much like the one of the lowest-end Marvel movies. And then you swing all the way back up for Ragnarok, which is really highly rated, turned a bunch of that stuff around. And then you get this, where it's, it's more of Ragnarok kind of like on steroids so much so that it's overdone. Like, Thor's movies are like all over the place on a graph. Up, down, up, down, up, down. They need to really hone this character in. Because the one thing that Chris Hemsworth said, he said he will continue to play Thor as long as people come to see him to play Thor. He's not... Like Robert Downey, you're like, hey, I want to move on this marker. He's like, dude, I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. he loves being Thor. Of course he does. Right? He's a god. Yeah, hell yeah, and he's awesome. Yeah, you know, and he's probably a nice dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that sort of thing. And like, you have this guy who wants to be here. Give him a good story. Yeah. Give him a better story. Think of the last couple of things we've seen Thor in. It's not been great for him. The best Thor arc that, we, yeah. that we're on right now, coming off of Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. where you have him basically screw up and lose in Infinity War, 
get depressed, gain a bunch of weight, you know, have the, the weirdest character arc ever for Thor, and then to come back into this where he has to actually get back in shape. Yeah, well, because... I'm sorry, because okay. Ragnarok, ha- Ragnarok happens, and then Infinity War happens, right? Yep. So, like, the best the best that Thor has been was Ragnarok, Infin- was Ragnarok and Infinity I'd War. I'd argue the first, the first one is the best he's been, but that's, you know, here. Well, he's been the most powerful he ever was. Well, was the, the most powerful. Of, and, the, and, and, the end of Infinity War. Yeah, and, and the most serious the character has been. <laughs> and, and ever since then... I just I don't like it when Thor's on screen. It, it doesn't bring me any joy. You know what I mean? It just I haven't had any fun with the character since. Well, I, okay. So I want to I want to counter one thing with that. The best part of Thor in this movie to me is the end, and I want to skip all the way to. But when him and the Asgardian kids, they're when they're fighting the shadow people, yeah. the minions. I think that is the best Thor we get in this movie. Okay. And I'm not talking about like him and Jane's arc, which should have been better, and is actually kind of okay for a while. Mm-hmm. But like the most fun Thor power, like no, this has consequences. Like when he gives the little kids the yeah. the lightning bolt thing, I think that was cool. Yeah, like that's the Thor that we need more oh, yeah. of. We don't need the let's go talk about our weird pirate ship boat thing. You know, like that's so Thor can just deputize people whenever he wants. Sure looks like it. Sure looks like it. Couldn't deputize the people in Ragnarok to help fight off the baddies? Whatever. Do it. See what I mean about Maybe that? Maybe he learned that. You see what I mean? Maybe he learned that power recently. Yeah. Well, did we... If, Maybe. If we didn't see it, he didn't learn it. He's always known it. You don't know that. Yeah. We do know that. We I mean, I watched them forge him a hammer. I didn't know he could do that. Fine. And we go on. What are you saying? <laughs> but, I mean, that's that to me is the best part of Thor here. Where, like, you know, he actually unites the people, you know, the kids, gives them powers, and... You know, they have a nice choreographed fight scene. Like, and it, and it works. Yeah. Like, that's okay. Um, you know, we do get a decent three-person, four-person fight scene between Thor, Mighty Thor, Valkyrie, and Gore. We get an interesting an interesting thing on the, the planet of that, Shadow. That entire scene, start to finish, was the best part of this movie. Probably so. It's, and it looks fucking the finish awesome. Where's the finish to you? Huh? Where's, where's the finish? Is, is Eternity the finish to you? No, 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 no. no. Uh, before that. Wait, the Shadow planet. planet. Shadow. Okay, just yeah. before yeah. Where, where there's no through. color except yeah. for, like... Okay. The Plane of Shadows. It was, was, was the best part of this entire fucking movie. Okay. And, and by leaps and bounds. Dude, and when, like, Stormbreaker and Mjolnir would crackle and the color would light up, I was yep. like, that looks cool. Yep. Yes, play with the toys. Well, and so here's the thing, though. That seems the to me that whole stretch is the best part because of because of gore, because of Christian Bale. He's and a good what, bad what, guy. Well, dude, Christian Bale's a whole different level. Well, he is, and 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 it it's not good when that shows. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you've got good actors and actresses here. True. And Christian Bale is just ripping the scenes apart. It they belong to him. They're no one else's. That's his shit happening on screen now. And he's so goddamn good and he, he made that villain so awesome and it's going to be buried in this garbage ass movie. That's the that's the thing that well that's the worst part of it. That's what when when I when I said I have a theory of Bale taking this role meant it's, this is a one-off. It's a one-shot. It does not oh, yeah. to do more than one well, yeah, Oh, yeah. You, you, know, you get a movie to be a hero or a villain. Cool a part of this thing. He's already, he's already done Batman. Thing. He's already done it. Like, he's, he doesn't want to do more like well, that's this. That's what I mean. Yeah, so. but, and that's fine. But, like, but like this is this is the movie he got. He is by far and away just a awesome, an awesome he's evil a, son of a bitch to watch on screen and so good at it. Well, and here's the thing, too. He's not entirely evil, too. He's not. His, his motivation, well, not great... Also semi justifiable. Yeah, no. Which he's a father. 
Which right, well, father, father first, God second. Yeah, yeah. father can, that watched his kid die in front. I of him. connected with his character more than anybody else in, in this, and and then and the scene with it with Eternity was. Good. Like it, it was, was good, good and it was it, it was a powerful scene for really someone's father. It, the, the way that the way that that whole plays out with the mighty Thor part, the actual Thor part, Gore and the child, and actually that's a good scene. Yep. But talking about other things that are criminally underused in this, uh, we have Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie, and Valkyrie is a great character, mm-hmm. and she's just nothing here. Yep. She is barely visible at some points. I mean, but like. Her attitude is so deadpan and hilarious sometimes. Like when they're on the boat and she's just popping in like the peanuts, just watching yeah. like, yep. <laughs> like, I could laugh at that all day because that character works for yep. me in Addison's, but they don't use her very much at all here. They don't. She's the Asgardian king. She's powerful and she's second tier in this movie. And that's not cool, man. Nope. I'd argue third tier. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Gora, probably. then Thor, and then no. Tessa. Thor, Thor. <laughs> yeah. Well, go- I would say Gora, and then the two Thors, and then Valkyrie. Yeah. Is how they prioritize the importance on screen. Yeah. Well, the, the real travesty here is the the one shot that we get of the Mighty Thor arc that absolutely could have been at least two movies and probably would have been, been better. Movies. It should have been. Should have so. been at least one whole movie. At least one. By itself. Movie. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, mighty Thor, and you have God. You well, the God it, it's Blitter, like because like, think about the way that Thor is introduced to to Jane as as the mighty, mighty Thor. Thor. Think about that scene for one second. He gets to show up and have your funny moment on screen where he gets sounds like Scooby Doo discovering something, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And then oh, there you go. Now you know it. And it's like, and that's when we found out too. When you could have had, you know, <coughs> a, you know, forty minute lead up into that as you as she figures it out how she be- and then she becomes it there on screen. And then it's introduced in a, in a way that's you know that's yep. more of a storytelling point instead of just you know your funny one line one liner facial expression you get out of Chris Hemsworth and then oh, okay everybody does it now cool you know Keep the on. one thing that I did appreciate on it is that everybody knew it was her except him because True. he had already yeah. been there for a while yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. like and uh, Valkyrie's like oh yeah you're gonna love this yeah <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah good dummy <laughs> but it, I don't know it's just so much wasted here and. And the real bad part about being wasted is that's the the correct term. Um, the The comic arc of the Mighty Thor is some of the best Thor stuff that's ever been written, because same thing kind of happens except it's much more drawn out, yeah. and you know you actually get her to defeat other things in turn. Endings this beginnings the same and endings the same, but um, it really could have been so much more than what it is. Yeah, that's a bad thing. You know, I agree, hundred percent. Like you hype this up as Natalie Portman's as the Mighty Thor, and that's awesome. And people that know what the Mighty Thor is get behind it, and then it's you get three quarters of a movie of it. That's yep. it. You get and you get an entire movie of the same bad joke for the entirety of the movie and screaming fucking goats. Mm. All right then. Well, I mean, some of that stuff legitimately is funny, but it, again, it's bad. It's in the movie. funny once. I, thought, I think, or it's funny as a full circle joke. There's a lot of stuff that's like going on in the background that I thought was pretty hilarious. Too. I mean, I will always laugh at Korg. Yeah, yeah Korg's well, funny. So much Korg, though. Even that got old. He wasn't. I, I was happy he found himself a dude, though. Me too. No, good, good for Korg. Yeah, Dwayne. Yeah. With that, I had a badass mustache. Yeah. yeah. Well, for a minute there, he, he had the Fu Manchu because yeah, he was yeah. tied to tied to her, mm-hmm. and the, he, he was like, "I look good with the mustache." And and it's a dude with a mustache. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So that's and that, that's a funny, subtle, full circle joke. Yeah. Weird that that was a funny part that I remember. Well, it, but it, it's but that's more thematically resonant than the rest of the of the comedy, which really 
is only in there to make you laugh, but it's not in there for any real pull. Like the entire opening of the thing with Thor and the Guardians, that you we could have lost that. We could have that could have not made the movie, and True. it wouldn't make any. Fucking could have fit more in there. It could have fit Jeff Goldblum in. You, you know could what have fit joke? More, more Jane. You know what joke I did appreciate hmm. when they meet Heimdall's son. And he's like, I don't go by that. I changed my name to Axel. Yeah. Like, I appreciated that. <laughs> and he begins to, like, tell him about Guns and Roses. All right, that's funny to me. Like, that was really funny. Yeah. Well, it and fits the, the, the 80s. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was just like, I don't go by that name anymore. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And also, I'm glad Heimdall had a son, because I miss Heimdall. Yeah, yeah. This is me and magical eye power. <laughs> <laughs> Your freaky eye power, as um, Core calls it. Yeah, freaky yeah. eye power. And like so, I thought about you for a minute when we were watching watching it, and I don't need there to be stakes in my Marvel movies, like you know, like, like how you how you appreciate stakes. I don't need that. Then, on the, then what's the point? I don't need that on the same level as you do. I know you want that. Let him let him fucking let him talk right now. But when Korg got hit with the lightning bolt and started to fall apart, I was like, "All right, holy shit, they killed holy Korg. shit, this is about to get serious." They took this joke and made it into a moment where. Things are going to get real. And then he was fine. And then... Ish. Ish. <laughs> and then, when we're in the Shadow Realm, and they're having this big four-way fight with, you know, with Gore and all these Shadow Demons, and it's awesome, and there's actual things happening that matter, and then Valerie gets stabbed by the God Killer, and then she's fine. I, like... Ish. <laughs> she's fine in the end, though. She's, she's just fine. She's just she's fine. Why not use that moment to make something matter? Because then you're. Uh, moving... I know. I can tell you why. Because they already had that moment coming. What do you With mean? Jane. It, it, you you could do both. You could. In this one, you can. They, they couldn't. I mean, I mean, they couldn't. You're right. They, they had a list of people that can die. <laughs> you can't. One can. One does. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. You 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 could have ended the Korg the Korg character because you know what. I think he's played out his comedy by, by three movies at this point, right? No, he's a dad, bro. Cool. Do you don't think we get Korg dad jokes now? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you do. And little Korg running around? Like, come on. Still, it's just... it. Aren't they Korgites? Isn't that what they called them? I was... <clears throat> excited is the wrong word, but when, when Valkyrie got stabbed, I thought, okay, here we go. And then she was fine. Because well, cause that sword's supposed to just end her. That's what the sword's supposed to just end somebody. But Which is exactly. Well, hold on. Okay, now let me explain my my. my. Mm-hmm. So you say I don't need stakes. The way that they describe that sword, if you're impaled by it, you're dead. <laughs> Period. There's no way around it. And then I don't think they described it that way. I don't ever remember it. It has the ability to, to kill to kill gods. Yeah, it, it's not an instant. But death. she's a god. So what's the problem? She's, she's not, a god, not a god. She's a Valkyrie. This, there's a difference. Is there a difference between yes, a very much so. There's a reason why she, there's a reason why before okay, she becomes king of Asgard that she serves them. Yeah, semantics. Well, yeah, but yeah. It's the same reason. But like, this is my, you know, a move we talk about all the time. Fury, we love it. Mm-hmm. If any of those characters get shot, they're dead. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just how well, yeah. that's how we know physics yeah. happen. But like, that's my problem with this is like characters that need to live and give a, and give a line or they need to live for the next movie. They are fine, but characters that would get the same punishment, like like hen, hen, hen Pinchman, they die. Yeah, that's my problem with the Marvel. They've never found a balance between that. They've always just <laughs> things happen when the writers need them to happen. That's yeah. how this goes. Well, that's how every movie goes, though. That's how things happen when the writers do it heavy, though. Well, okay, yeah, and that's fair. Like, I don't need wanton slaughter in my Marvel movies, but you know, there 
there are key moments where you can where you can have a character's you know their journey end and it have weight to it. And I think that'd have been a good point for either of those characters' I agree journey to have weight to it. Sure. That Tess Thompson should not have made it out of this movie. Her or Cork, but either one. When they both don't, and they both I know, survive. I know. I get it. It's it's it's. <laughs> Instead, the character you bring back. We'll see get, now. Get now now here's the question. Movie. Now let me ask you again. Now can you you cannot do that to Valkyrie again? It's already been done. You cannot fair. stab her again. Oh, and yeah. every more down the line, she will not get stabbed. She can't. It's already happened. Oh yeah. She, I mean, it just it's just that simple. That's my problem with this. Is now I know Valkyrie's going to survive anything that any of these big bads throw at them. Valkyrie survives. It. Yeah, but well, the chan- Valkyrie can handle her own though. True. She yeah, does. I mean, it's not like she's some regular person. No, I, I get I get it, but I mean, these are also coming after them gods. I mean, they're not regular people either. So oh, yeah. Up sure. the ante, then up the ante. So I mean, so stakes. I just want weight in the movies I watch. I want decisions to matter, and I want consequences for those actions. Yeah, but well, you, you get you consequences here. Though. Yeah, and you can't say that you can't say that you need all your movies for that because then you know why are you watching Pixar movies? Because well, that doesn't happen in a lot of I'll, kids' movies. I mean, I I would actually push it a little bit farther though. If you want actions with consequences, this movie has more consequences than almost all of the other movies, especially Marvel ones, because it does kill a character, and at the end of this movie. Our main hero is in a completely different spot in his life than when he started this movie. That's that's the purpose of the arc, the character arc. It's not just a character arc. He becomes a dad. That's not just something that happens in the span of a movie. That's an entire I'll, I'll that's an the, entire character I'll change. The, well, I mean, I saw it. That's an interesting twist in in now the established. But it, it does it. That changes everything else besides the fact that Jane's not going to be around anymore, officially. Whatever. Yeah. Um, with that, him being a father and taking care of love changes everything for Thor going forward. It's going to be a little bit different. It has to be. Of course, she's going to be raised like a god, like a Valkyrie. I imagine just like the Valkyrie were raised. I mean, I guess we'll find out because we don't know. Well, see now, I'm. This is my point, though. Is now Hemsworth is. Locked into more movies, and I'm happy with that because I like Chris. And he Hemsworth. wants to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, does he? As long as people, as long as people, as long as people come. He to said see him. he wants to do it as long as people want to come see him as Thor. Yep. Okay, fair. And that's his kid. Love is his daughter. Oh, in real life. Daughter. Okay. Fair Every enough. member of his family is in this movie, by the way. Who is his wife? His wife is the Wolf Woman. Oh, is it the wolf? Yeah. And uh, his son is the young Thor running as he's growing up. That's his son. Okay. Yeah. He's got his whole family in here, bro. He's con- he's connected to Thor. Is his brother <clears throat> in this? I don't think so. Okay, I was going to say. That'd be, the, that'd be the last piece of that puzzle then, right, for his acting family? But yeah, Love is actually his real-life daughter. Okay. So That's cool. I didn't know that. So we brought the whole family to Thor. Yeah. Folks. <laughs> well, the last 20 minutes of this movie redeemed the, 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 the first well, hour. Well, that, that, that is honestly what, you know, with what happens with Jane and how Gore's, you know, whole thing comes to a close, which is actually pretty good. It is. Like, the entire time with Eternity is actually pretty good. Probably better than what this movie deserves, honestly. And then how it ends with Love, like... Out of all the stuff that I didn't like about this movie, I'm okay with all of that. More than okay with it. It's, I think it's pretty good. It's just, it's like if you take 75% of something and you burn it, just light it on fire and destroy it, and you have 25% of that left, doesn't matter how good that 25 is, <laughs> it'll never be as good. Yeah, yeah. Because, because of the 75%. Because of that yeah. 75%. Yeah, that's fair. 
But, I mean, I don't... I don't want to talk like I hated every bit of this movie, because I don't. Like, some of the jokes are funny. They do run a bunch of them into the ground. Cinematography is pretty cool in some spots of this. You get to see the opulent city. That's kind of cool. Big thing in Marvel. Yeah. Also becomes one of the weirdest parts of the whole movie. You know, we get to see him fight on the Shadow World, where there's no light. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Most of it just doesn't work, though. And what does work, works pretty well. And again, though, it's going to just always be criminally underrated if we never get to see Jane again. Yeah. However, I think we will. How do you figure that? She's... How do you figure that? You saw the same credits we did. Right. Valhalla. She's in Valhalla. Yeah. But... But what? I, I don't know where that... I mean, that means we get Heimdall again, too, which I'm okay with, I well, guess. Who was so, in this I would assume we get Heimdall again because we saw Heimdall again. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my point, is he, you know, he's back again. Mm-hmm. But how do we get them, the, the land, the... the Valhalla with, is with a the place. It's, it's a place in the afterlife. No, it's a place. Like, on the same Earth that they're on? It's not Earth. What makes you think we ever touch Earth again? Well, okay, fair. I, I, I okay... So Valhalla's we, so we saw the places where the gods go to hang out. You have now saw the places where the Asgardian afterlife. Those are all attainable places. So his father is in Valhalla, which he can go see and visit. But he if he has a contract, he's in Valhalla. Well, you mean <laughs> right? If he wants to stay, if he's contracted to be there, right? But in theory, Odin is in Valhalla. Would be, yeah. and Thor would know. Hey, if I want to go see my father, I can go to Valhalla. Like that seems a little. That seems it's. You can't just go to Valhalla. You can get to Valhalla. Well, see, but this you... is my point. It's, give me the rules for Valhalla, man. Like, I need to hey, know the rules. There are no rules. They get to make the rules up as they go. So just know Valhalla is a place that people can get to. Oh, fine. Just like Eternity? I yes. Mean... Did you watch somebody get to the end of the... Fine, I get it, but well, it's lucky that they had the tools well, so, that was needed to get there. Well, let me tell you. I don't think you do get it. Because all they have to do is have a way to get there, and they can get there. Think about one of the things that you love. Think about Loki. They're at the end of time. You ever think that was weird? No, no, I understand what you're saying. But, but that's, I did, I did. That's, that's how this stuff works. Uh, so, Eternity, then, is an Asgardian thing. Well, it's it's a thing it's for a everybody. Thing that... Valhalla is an Asgardian thing. No, no, but for, to, get to, to get to Eternity, you have to have access to the Bifrost. Which means you have to have access to Molnir or Stormbreaker, which is an Asgardian thing. Or just a wormhole. Because that's all the okay, Bifrost fine. is. Well, but no, they, they, they talk about that in other Thor movies, though. Okay, now we're just arguing about semantics. But you know, I'm, not fine, trying, fine. I'm just I, telling I, you, I, like, I there are ways, if we ever need those characters again. Or but, if why, they, but why, here's my question that I always ask. Why is Marvel so scared of just killing off characters and letting them go? Because they want to make billions of dollars? Yeah, but you... You can't have a big baddie that can take on 47 heroes at one time. Why not? Because you just can't. I mean, didn't you want to talk about Galactus earlier? Well, what do you think is going to happen, bro? I, I don't know anything about Galactus. I just, the people I was with said they saw they saw two times this, the Galactus symbol, which you're telling me was it's not the, the Galactus symbol. It's the eternal symbol thing. Okay, fine. It's the eternal symbol, which we saw the heads of those, those big et- eternal things. That Celestials. Were, yeah, Celestial. We saw the yes. Celestial heads, which is... You okay over there, Chris? Yeah, no, who you guys are good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So, Marvel only has to kill off whatever they have to kill off. Maybe we never see Jay Foster again, and that's okay. They're totally okay. I wouldn't be surprised if we ever do, though. Yeah. 
I'm not. Well, why, why do the after credit sequence then? Because they want you to know that she went to Valhalla. She died of Thor in battle heroically. She would always go to Valhalla. So much so that Thor told Sif that if she dies now, she won't go to Valhalla because the battle's over. Remember that part of the movie? He's like, I don't mean to be technical here. I did Your arm's probably in Valhalla. I laughed very hard. <laughs> that well, he did, okay, more rules don't make sense. He tells Sif, you gotta die in battle yeah. to be Valhalla. Jane yeah. didn't die in battle. Yeah, she did. She, did. she died in eternity. She died in battle. She died in the battle in eternity. What battle? Was there anyone fighting? Were there blows being exchanged? Just because it took her a while to bleed out and fine, die. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll grant you fine. Yeah. So he says, Siv, you're not going to be in this is aftermath of battle. You're not in battle. Well, no, you no. won't go to Valhalla. But the kids, well, well if you die, you go to Valhalla, even though they're, not, they're sitting in a cage on the Shadow World. Kids go to Valhalla. Thor will always go to Valhalla. Sith would have to die in battle to go to Valhalla. Yeah. Her rules are different. Plus, she was just freezing to death out in the cold. Yep. When she could have no just got arm. up and left. <laughs> also, I thought it was really weird where they show her with, like, her arm. Yeah. And just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Get her some, like, Stark tech. Yeah, right. Let's go here. Well, fine. <laughs> I'm asking the right questions. Just, I just don't think Marvel ever addresses them is my point. Well, they don't, well just remember they don't have to. And anything well, that's they my do. point, though. They're, they're making movies. They're not making movies for people who ask questions. They're making movies for the masses. Of course they are. Yeah. Same Oscar bait, bro. Which which one? The making movies for the masses? Yes. But it gets, the writing's getting worse, and the movies are getting worse. No, I I don't disagree with you. So that's look, my... That, I, look, if we watch movies, I want them to be good. Well, just, just remember, and I, I 100% agree. I know what you mean, and I 100% agree with what you're going to say. They will never be one of these movies that wins an Oscar for screenplay or... I mean, that, right. But it doesn't mean it quit. Well, I'm just telling you, though. They are making these movies for the masses. This is for everybody. Not every, We are not everybody. No, no, I totally understand that. We, we, we are breaking... Listen, just remember, we, we talked about audience score. 75% of the people that scored this gave it a positive review. 79. 79, 79. sorry. 79. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, more people like this movie than don't, by a large margin, right? And I don't overly dislike this movie. I've seen worse movies. Well, absolutely. Well, Especially the MCU. Yeah. True. I mean, I, I've seen worse Thor movies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We have seen worse Thor movies. Yeah, One right. worse Thor movie. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Fine. That's fine, fair. Fine. 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 Um, this movie, for all that's wrong with it, there's still plenty of people that are going to like it. Oh, yeah. I don't... Even when I score it, I'm not going to give it below a five. Yep. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And that's the borderline number for average, which is all that this movie is, and that's what's disappointing. We want more than average. Do we deserve more than average? Probably not. No. I mean, we're getting comic book fluff movies. Right? You talk about your Marvel bubble that you like to talk about. I do. This is on the lower end of that bubble. Yeah. It just is. Also, coming off of Doctor Strange, which... Is this movie better or worse than Doctor Strange 2? I mean, it, better, but marginally. Okay. Uh, that's fair, right? But these movies aren't too far apart from each other, right? No, no. And the commonality between this movie and Doctor Strange, the, the thing that the big thing that stands out is they both have great villains. Jericho. Both of them do, you know. The villains are the best part of both movies. I think is what is what most people are going to say. And is this better, is Doctor Strange better than this? I don't know. See, I Christian thought... Bale was so good as a villain, but we didn't get enough of him. Where we got a lot of you know Scarlet Witch as a villain, and she's sure. See, very here's, good. Here's the when we talk we're not about, done with her either. We're not when, when we talk about the Dark World. I put Multiverse of Madness in the same a little bit above, but the same lowest bottom tier of Marvel so far. 
of madness, multiverse of madness. I don't think this Thor movie is quite that bad. Everyone's allowed to be wrong sometimes. Well, fine, this could be yours. It's cool. Man, Doctor Strange was a whole level, whole different level of bad. But it's it's weird, Ooh, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, these movies aren't too far away from each other in a realm of overall movies. They're not here. You're correct. So we're actually kind of for the first time in a long time not on the highest we've ever rode through Marvel. We are. What? Because I mean, think about it. What's the movie we got before Doctor Strange? Remember what it was? Small movie called Spider Man. <laughs> no way. Else. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it really did check every box of yeah. awesome comic yeah. book movie. And then before that, wasn't it? Um, Eternals was was bef- our last Marvel before that. November no. and then December. It was Shang. Oh, Shang Chi. You're right. Yeah. Shang Chi was not. Well, they both no, no, they, they were all. It was Shang Chi and then Eternals uh, and then Spider Man. We're missing yeah. something in the middle there. Maybe. But whatever. But so yeah, yeah. So they're 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 not quite on the linear upward path that they always were. Yeah. But. No, but because they well, okay, that's what I'm trying to say though is even from the beginning of the we started the the Iron Man movie, mm-hmm. they knew origin stories, Avenger movie, then a couple more movies, then then Phase Two, and then another Avengers movie, and then another Avengers. Like they knew from movie one. I don't think right now they know they have a full end to this arc of where they're going with this new Avengers plot. There is no way that there is not a storyboard somewhere at Marvel's Disney Studios it's there. that has... Oh, a, I'm, I'm that, sure it's there. That, ha- sure it's that, has the, that has the... That has the through line of when of what they're at and where they're going. There's no way that doesn't exist. If you no, think of course that, it exists. If you think they don't have a heading and where they want to end oh, up... Oh, I agree. No, no, you're not... I, I agree with what you're saying. Then what are you saying? Bec- I, I'm saying is they're... They this, the if we're talking about f- what the, the the Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. it was a it was a, they never had to there was it, there was never a race marks on the chalkboard. We don't know that. And uh, now there's been several race marks on the chalkboard. I can guarantee. So you. this is Phase Four officially. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, then the first movie was Black Widow, which is eh. yeah, and we got the What If series, which is actually very good, but mm-hmm. and then we get to the actual movies. In this order, we got. Uh, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, we had Hawkeye again, then we had Spider-Man, then nothing until Moon Knight, and then Doctor Strange, and now this. Uh, excuse me, I guess technically Miss Marvel falls in before this, and then Thor. So, mm-hmm. Does it say what's coming up in the near future? Uh, yeah, so She-Hulk is the movie. There's, She-Hulk is a TV show. The next movie is until Black Panther. Uh, that's in November. Then it's Ant-Man... Well, Ant-Man in February, uh, Guardians 3 next May, uh, the Marvels, which is technically going to be Captain Marvel 2, will be July, and then nothing else is dated past that. Okay. But Blade, Cap 4, Fantastic 4, um, <clears throat> Deadpool 3, and The Secret Invasion, which is what's going to lead us into The Secret Avengers Invasion 5. is what we're going to lead into, yeah. It's going to so, the next Avengers. Yeah. So, I mean, they, their, their timeline is there. Because, I mean, I know for a fact at least three of those movies that I'm looking at on this list are done. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's just, I have less faith than you guys do. Obviously. Well, no, it's, you're, you're, less faith is not the right way to look at it. I don't look at it that way. But for the first time in forever, they've had a couple of back-to-back, not the best things they ever put out. Yeah. So, which happens normally. But let me ask you a serious question. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Is it better than almost every other DC movie? Yeah. Except for like Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would argue that I would argue Wonder Woman is probably the creme de la creme of any comic movie to date. I, I would. It's not better than Cap Two. Don't ever do that. 
Well, it's also not better than better than Infinity War. It's more focused than Cap Two. It's not better than Cap Two. I, fine, but you can say, don't say it like we're talking about subjective things. I'm here. not. It's not okay, fine, fine. Ignore Wonder Woman. And it's then, better than everything. And else. then post the fine, same yeah, question. Then, yeah. So it's course. basically. So hold on. It's basically Aquaman, right? It's okay. That's what you know. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. When you look at Lord, Thor: Love and Thunder, it's it's, it's Aquaman. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> That's the easiest way to break oh, this down. It's so it's the reason I'm so angry is because like who's the reason? Okay, the 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 Rousseau brothers they had their hands in the last like X number of movies, okay. and they've notably stepped away. Mm-hmm. Which you, I mean, if 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 no one had said anything and they had made that step away public, I'd like. Oh no, they've been gone since Infinity War. I know this for a fact. I've seen the movies. Okay. They've yeah. been gone. That's fair. They've been all worse than anything in the Hold Infinity on. War. Those were the only movies they did, though. They did several of them leading up, though. No, they did not. They were so brothers? Mm-hmm. Well, look up. I, I'm, I know they did several more than just the. Infinity I mean, they've done a bunch of movies with Marvel people. But they were the architects that took them to the Infinity War. No, they Kevin. Were, Kevin Feige is With the architect. They, they were all... I just read the article not too long ago. Man, I could be wrong, but I, I was sworn that Rousseau well, had a huge deal. Well, regardless, them. you know, like, like I don't know. You think that a lot of the Marvel stuff has been has been poor since... Sorry, then. they did Caps of War yeah, as well. Yeah, I don't think it's been as bad as, as as what you think, too, though. You know what I mean? I I thought Shang-Chi uh, was great. You know, I loved it. Eternals was... was a, I think I still scored Eternals a 7, which is, you know, above above average. And then I liked, I liked Doctor Strange. I liked the elements that came into that from a different director. You didn't. I thought it was. I, I thought I loved the horror elements, and I thought that was, it was a breath of fresh air in a Marvel movie because something different. It was different, and it was, and it wasn't. It, it actually was entertaining to me to not have the same as that Marvel formula out of a movie. You don't think some of those horror elements made their way into Thor: Love and Thunder too? Not a single one of those. You made think Gore the God Butcher in the darkness with his yellow eyes was terrifying? No, no, no. I think no. What no. you got there was Christian Bale. Let's well, okay. Fair. That wasn't Taika Waititi making that happen. Well, but it the visual would have been the editing, which would have been Taika Waititi and Kevin Feige. Well, if if you want to run with that line of thinking, then what you're claiming is that there wasn't a single. A single creepier horror element in, in any Marvel movie before, not, before Doctor Strange. Not like then. Doctor Strange, though. Not as not a single moment was creepy. Because hold on, because all you're doing is pointing out one, is a, like one little string of there being some sort of horror element in this movie. You know, so you don't think there's one single one of those in any point in any other Marvel movie? You think no, this I'm is the sure first there, one? No, there, there was. Okay, well then, but not as notable as Doctor Strange in this one. Sure. Well, I mean, they do more of it than right. Yeah. And I am, for what's worth, I, I don't dislike Sam Raimi's doing. I just, I don't think that he was. I, I like the stylings he brought. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was. I don't think Sam Raimi should have been a director to make a, an MCU film. He's just his way of doing things is not what I would have thought would have jived with that universe. After this, are you excited to see the next Taika Waititi directed Marvel movie? <laughs> you mean Star Wars movie? That too. Uh, no. Okay. Not if it's like Thor: Love and Thunder. Well, because you know what's next on his slate, right? What is Star, Star Wars. Wars. Well, which, I mean, what, do we have a heading? Or it's, it's, it's just you a, have it, it's untitled a Star Wars TV movie. Yeah. Star Wars yeah. <laughs> Good luck. You can I mean, see that? I that, too. But Star you know, Wars he did ask around. Natalie Portman to be in a Star Wars movie, and she's like, I can't. I was already in somebody's like, I forgot about those. <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are better Star Wars movies than 7, 8, 9. <clears throat> That's a real interaction, by the way. I believe <laughs> that. Those are, those, are better, those are better Star Wars movies than 7, 8, 9. I will argue all, all day, but... Anyway, back on that. So, 
That's why I'm so angry at this because Chris Hemsworth does better. He deserves better writing than what he got in this movie. His character deserves it. He, he deserves, deserves it. better writing than he got through the Infinity Saga. This movie, I think, he, from end, from Endgame on. Yeah, yeah, I think he had more influence on this than what they're letting go because you know he's the number one credited executive producer. Here yeah, too, I, saw, right? I, saw, I saw that. He's not an executive producer. He's the first build executive producer. Okay. So, yes, I believe that Taika Waititi had the vision for this movie. Also, I know that Hemsworth had to sign off on just about all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it may not have been what we expected. Chris Hemsworth maybe fucking loved this. He's like, this shit rules. I like doing this. Because, I mean, that is possible, too. Maybe. Just because we don't like it doesn't mean he didn't have well, a Well, maybe that's good. part of the deal with keeping him longer is giving him more creative well, control. Exactly, which you know makes me think when he come out and said, hey, I'll keep being Thor, maybe he likes doing this. You know, he signs off and be like... All right, so maybe not everybody liked Tyka's take on this character. I had a good time doing it. Why would I want not want to come back? Yeah. You know? And that's okay. Because as long as you're having fun doing it, and I definitely could tell he still is having a good time doing this, I'm okay with him being Thor for as long as he wants. I have no problem with Chris. It's not like he's not in incredible shape. <laughs> All the abs. You flick too hard. I cringed so hard at that part, though. But you knew it was coming. You just wanted to see his dick and he didn't like you? <laughs> well, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got to see his buttocks. That was good enough. No, it, 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 good enough. It, bo- <laughs> it bothers me just because of if you reverse that scene in any way, shape, or form, it you know it never happens, and it gets or if it does happen that way, it gets a lot of blowback. It's fine though. It's just when you reverse it, it was like put a woman there. Yeah. Yes. That's and, oh, yeah. No, of course. You, you know, know what I mean? Right. Yeah. In twenty twenty two, man, that thing will get buried for it. Yeah. But it but it's cool because it's Chris Hemsworth. You know what I mean? It's fine. It's just poor taste at this point. It was a sense. weird scene, but whatever. Yeah. So what else we need to... It was a very unnecessary scene, too. Like, weird. That whole time in the city was... That was like 25 minutes of just worthless. Doesn't do anything. Except give Russell Crowe the, the end, the like, I will get Thor, Odin's son. Like, I mean, do we really need this crap? Maybe. All for because... Hercules. All for Hercules, though. That's the thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but you can still have that same end scene without, without having an interaction with Thor and just show Zeus... You know that Thor is making too much noise, and then sending Heart Hercules in a fucking. No, he just could have been avenged his dad's death. Yeah, anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, you don't have to have Thor in that city at all, and still have that end credits. Sure. No. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't understand what you meant there, but yeah, Yeah. you're right. Yeah. You just have Hercules. You know, a new challenger appears. We've been watching him for a long time. Yeah. But here's the thing about like. Yeah, something like that would have been better. Here's the thing that really gets me is like what, what, what things we didn't get in this movie. For example, closure. Well, oh, fine. Good writing. <laughs> Cons- you know, consistency. Non-recycled jokes. Yeah, there you go. Okay. What we did get in screaming metal soundtrack. Screaming goats. <laughs> what we screaming did- goat metal soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> what we did get in the Infinity Saga, especially towards the end, was a clear vision of the characters. They knew what they needed to do <coughs> to kill Thanos to stop him. Uh, what we didn't get is, for instance, when they're sitting in the cloaks and he's enjoying the, the, the Zeus show, we, what, he, what we would have gotten prior to the writers, whoever had creative control writing, you know, the what was Endgame and Below would have been, or Infinity, Endgame and then Below and all that would have said, there would have been a moment where he says, we have to get this. If we don't get this, we don't kill Gore, those kids die. We cannot fail here. We didn't get that. They made it a joke again. They made it just you don't put those scenes there that we need that the adults in the audience need to be like okay fine, joke after joke after joke after joke after joke. It's old man. Not every god has a plan. 
That was in the trailer, and they fucking ran with that in the writing room, I think. Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> you're, you're right. Yep. That's what see, Roger, like. you're right, too, is they make this movie for the masses. They don't make these movies for people who think, <coughs> for people who want plot, want story, want depth and character. Here's the thing. That's forgivable when your movie's good. True. Well, just remember, more people think it's good than they don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, it's I mean, not like this pulled up a 46 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and it's not like this isn't making $800 million already. <laughs> That's true. It just... In just a weekend, 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 it's seven, over seven hundred million dollars. It's making money. This will go down. What else did you, 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 you Okay, what did you really hate besides the screaming goats and the recycled jokes? I mean, that's pretty heavy mighty, in my hate corner, though. Well, the mighty Thor arc—they didn't do it the justice it deserves. I, I, I think the injustice served in this movie is what I hate the most. I think that, in a criminal way, we didn't get a better mighty Thor storyline. We didn't get a better arc for Chris Hemsworth as Thor in his fourth movie and I don't think we got and we got a a criminally low amount of a fantastic villain and actor in Chris Hemsworth's gore. I think that's what I hate in this movie. Chris Rinaldi, Chris Christian Bale. Chris Bale, yeah, I'm sorry. I was really hoping he was going to have he was going to get away and have another Oh, you know what I was really hoping towards the end is he was going to join them. And the a deal struck <laughs> His 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 debt is he helps the Avengers. Maybe. Like, I just wanted more Christian Bale at that point. I just wanted more Gord to God He was absolutely the best part of this movie. Like, v- visually and... By know. far and away the yeah. best. Like, oh, yeah. oh, he's the best actor in this movie. Yeah. Oh. Which, it's not even he's a question. He's circles around everybody else. That's the oh, thing. Yeah. Is like, and Hemsworth's not a bad actor. He's a bad actor in this movie because the writing is terrible. Yeah. He's a fine actor. Well, yeah, his acting is fine. That's what I'm saying. He's the a good actor, sucks. but in this movie, he's yeah. just... No, Christian, every, every moment that, that Gore's on screen, man, it's just... It's a it's a great fucking ride, and it's cool as shit to see. I was gonna mention we didn't talk about, it, but like the cold open of just before the the Marvel the, 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 like before that we just the last trailer plays and it goes oh, back yeah. and then like it was right in hard into the desert. Yep, him and his daughter are there. They're stranded. They're dying. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. we got an up situation in a Marvel movie, which yeah. I was I was like, okay, this is trending upwards for me right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. Loving this. I, I, mean, I don't love it when you know kids die, but sure, I, I, I love a setup of. <laughs> As long as, so as long as it's a setup, you're okay with the, with the child death. Got it. <laughs> sure, sure. Got it. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> so let me ask you guys one last Marvel-related thing, and okay. we'll, we'll move probably to the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Have either one of you guys watched the Miss Marvel show? I haven't watched Miss Marvel yet. Do you know it's like the highest-rated Disney Plus thing ever on Rotten Tomatoes? One of them. Really? With a 98%. Whoa. Jeez. No, I'm busy watching Red, uh, turning Red for the ninth time because my daughter loves that movie. I mean, I'm busy. Why not? Also, other things to watch on Hulu. Watch The Bear on Hulu, which is something I binged watch, <laughs> uh, which was an incredible show. Yeah. You know what I'm going to start doing? Is I'm going to, I'm going to send you guys binge watch TV. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna send don't you guys do that. I don't what we're doing. I'm going to send you guys what we're doing. What we're looking at with what streaming and which two something. Oh, uh, because I want to be like now. I'm interested in what Roger put on there. And next week is Hulu. No, next week is Hulu. Yeah, so... All right, that's a TV show. Check it out, though. Yeah. Incredible. That's got a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Whoa. What is it? A bear show? It's what called it? The Bear. Anyway, let's move to score this. The Bear. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I mean, I feel like there's... You could talk for hours and hours about this movie. Well, you could talk for the injustice that it did for Natalie Portman's character yeah. in Mighty Do you want Thor. to talk about what happened in Eternity? Because that's like... That's the, that is the movie. That's the no, part of the movie. No, I mean... No, the, the whole Eternity thing is just... Uh, whatever. was just the... 
the carrot at the end of the stick that all the characters are chasing, and which is fine. That you got to have that in something like this. If you're going to go cosmic and god level, there's got to be a cosmic, you know, issue. To, and to you guys deal know, with. I, lo- I mean, I love the the scene between um, Jane and Thor. Like, I, I of course, the, yeah, the, whenever fine. the L word is said, movie. The hospital scene was good, though. It, yeah, was. it was. It was. It was very good. It was. No, I mean the things that Marvel's good at doing, you know, you know, they do a lot of things right in this movie. It's just that, you know, they you've had plenty of stuff wrong. You've had thirty four movies of practice, <clears throat> and unfortunately, you being the big dog, you do get more scrutiny, and it is seen when you when you have failings more, and when you have you know definite formulas that work. I get it, but at the same time, you have to know why things worked in certain in certain products and properties. And realize that when they are or aren't going to work in your next ones, or why you know how much of it you can get away with. And at this point, you know, you have all the source material still in the world for all of your all of your work. You have great actors coming in as your normals, and then you have villains played by great actors. You have no excuse to not knock a nine or a ten out of the park. Instead, you have something like this where it just doesn't it just doesn't work well. You know, you've got to see this coming, and it. You got thirty-four moves of practice, so you less, less so, forgiving. I mean, Josh Brolin was a good. I mean, Thanos was a little weird as a villain because he. I just kind of agreed with Thanos. I, I, I don't think he's a, the madman that people thought him out to be. But, I mean, he's Josh Brolin did a good job. Christian oh, Bale did a great I mean, job. I mean, Daddy Thanos can ruin my universe any day of the week. <laughs> any day of the week, perfect. <laughs> but like the villains they have, I, I mean, even for as bad as the second uh, Iron Man movie was, Mickey Rourke. He still played the character well. Yeah, no, he works incredible actor. They, they they always have Legendary. great great actors for these villains, but like Christian Bale to me is just next level. Sure, I mean it's just man, it just and he stole the show, and it's a shame because like he stole the show from other very good actors, which is it's so notable when that happens. Yeah, I, I would have been okay with forty more minutes of him on screen. Just in this sure. movie. Yeah. Just him doing bad yeah. shit Jared or his setting up. up. Yeah, or you know anything. Cop comedy. I mean, listen. I'll watch it because goddamn, he did. It was fantastic. Um, there is still a lot of direction for a Thor story to go to that doesn't have to involve an overall big bad. Because there are plenty of other Thor characters out there that we haven't met yet that are uh, would be quite popular. And obviously, we're going to get something with Hercules down the line. But like, we've never seen like Beta Ray Bill or mm-hmm. anything like that, mm-hmm. which is actually a really interesting thing that is super dork stuff. But <laughs> it's definitely out there. Yeah. And could always be something cool. So you know, you say Hercules. I wasn't excited <coughs> about Hercules until you told me you played it. Fucking Roy, yeah. fucking kid. Now I'm like, I'm like, so. And also, that dude should get all the acting jobs in the world. Yeah, he should always. Well, it's like some of the stuff that you know <coughs> down the road that we could get. Think about it this way, you know, how long has it, has it been since you've seen Hulk? Right. Which one? Do what? Like a dedicated Hulk movie? Well, no, but uh, no, our 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 character that we know as you know as the Hulk right now. Well, so in, well, you, well you're going to see the shit out of him in She-Hulk. Yeah, well, so, so that's two but, weeks. But here's the thing, you know, you, you can go softer villains for people like Thor. Don't get me wrong, that's not be as cosmic, but you know, if we get Galactus and things like that down the road, cool. But like, you, you can, we can still get bad guy Hulk again. And because he does some seriously bad shit, you know, in in some of the Marvel stuff, and he's got kids. And well, here's the thing: <laughs> Hulk and Thor, you know, they do go at it in, in a lot of in a lot of Marvel comic books. And you could have Worldbreaker Hulk, you know, Red Hulk. There's a lot of shit that goes on that makes Hulk a pretty bad fucking dude. 
And that's always been kind of the back and forth <laughs> with these current Marvel characters, and you could have that, but it all depends on what they want to do going forward with it. That's fair. You know, but that I'm I'd watch that movie, but because we got such a sated version of Hulk in Infinity War and Endgame, that was probably my biggest gripe with those two movies. That you know maybe they're just saving it to bring Bruce Banner into some wild rage and send him out there and make Thor have to deal with it. Or everybody. Or everybody. Well, yeah, it'd be everybody because the way you talk about Hulk is like world-ending Hulk, like planets. World Breaker Hulk. Hulk. So the thing with Hulk, super dork stuff, is the Hulk is basically unkillable. Uh, his power level can match whatever he's fighting. As long as he can get mad enough. Yep. And, like that's crazy to me. Like Hulk is your best weapon. Then if you, you ever seen him take an L? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't Just in the opening of Infinity War against Thanos. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's, that's about it. it. And uh, it wasn't even that. The big boy didn't want to come back out and play after yeah, he got yeah. roughed up. <clears throat> So, I mean, the things I loved about this movie, I loved that the the Stormbreaker acted like a jealous girlfriend, like a jealous ex-girlfriend. With I did laugh movie. at that. That was funny. Like, like how he kept, like, coming into the frame. Yeah. Like, come on, like, that, that's one joke reoccurring that, like, I'm okay with, because that is legitimately funny. And you could tell what was going to happen because the way it was framed, too. The whole thing with... Oh, they're, yeah. they're really going hard, the, 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 the Quill thing, with Quill thinks... Thor is like attractive, and like now they're really going into it. Yeah, I mean, twenty twenty two style. But Star Lord is canonically bisexual, so just there's a lot of bisexual characters. Just throwing that out there. Well, Star Lord is canonically bisexual. Um, Valkyrie is bis- is she's, she's gay. She's gay. Um, Thor in the past said he's not. He's done both, hasn't he? Thor parties. Yeah, <laughs> Thor doesn't have parties. So I mean, I mean, I did love the the, the Stormbreaker acts. I loved. I love Mjolnir coming back. I mean, there's a lot of this movie to love canonically as far as, like, big story moments. I just think so much of it is wasted. The Jane Foster stuff. This isn't the best movie they've ever made. It's just not. It's a shame. So you think we will see more Jane Foster in the future? I think we could. What do you think? It's possible. It is. I mean, they, they opened up Valhalla for a reason. They've shown us Valhalla now for a reason. Don't forget You've said it yourself. If they show you they something, always if, know what they're if doing. they show you something on the screen, there's a reason for that. Well, right. We're, I just didn't know it was a place you can get to. Like, I mean, I, I just, Rob, you, you educated me a little bit. I didn't know Valhalla was a place you can get to. I thought it was afterlife thing, but it is. But it's a place you can get to. Interesting. So let's move to score it then. Yes. This one I think is going to be interesting. I'll yeah. go first. All right. Um, this movie, I, I, I had a lot of problems with this movie. I hate the humor in this movie so much, you know, and I usually don't mind the humor. Like I, I don't, I don't mind the eye rolly jokes that happen in a lot of these Marvel movies. This movie's humor is absolutely just beaten over the head, and is it, it's bad halfway through because of the humor, and I can't stand it. The movie doesn't take anything, anything seriously to a degree that makes it a detriment to the movie. There are entire arcs wasted. No time is spent on things that should be spent on. However, that being said. This movie does have, you know, your your by the number, you know, mar- you know, Marvel things that make a Marvel movie what it is, and it has one of the best villains I've seen in a Marvel movie since Thanos, and even before Thanos. Like, you know, there's just this Christian Bale as Gore is absolutely worth seeing in this movie. It's fantastic. This is a six. You know, it's it's fine. It's still a, it's still an above average movie. If you like Marvel, you're gonna like this. You know. It, it's just, for me, it just wasn't 
nowhere near what it could be. And I hope Taika Waititi does not get another Marvel movie after this. This is the worst six I've ever seen. Being six. It's fine, yeah. This is a five for me. Yep. I wanted to go lower, but I, I can't in good conscience give it a four, or even a 4.5. It's not that low. Um, but five is, I think, where it sits. There's a lot of good. <laughs> there's also the bad outweighs the good in this movie, and that's a shame because, I mean, even like there's an I love you, there's a sacrifice, there's interesting things going on, but you can't fix a movie that for the first hour and a half is just cringe. There's it's just, so much wasted in this movie. It, it is. This is this movie is... You, you know, know what? This, know this is feels like potential. You know what this feels like? What's that? This feels like X-Men 3. Okay, fair. There's so much wasted storylines. Yeah, I agree. stinks. Just period. I, there's one moment in the movie I love. You're never let me. You're never let me just glorify that one moment. I, 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. This, the, the, this, nope. The Wolverine and Jean Grey thing. I think is like that's the best. This is Marvel's X. That's the best 15 seconds. Of the movie. <laughs> this is Marvel's X Men Three. All right, fine, wasted fine. fucking potential. This is a five. I mean, I thought originally about giving it a four, a four, but I was like, ah, it's not that low. Four and a half is too low. A five, I think, is where it sits. It's got a lot of good. It's got a lot of bad, but it's got more bad than good, unfortunately. So. I'm glad you guys didn't give it like a seven or an eight or anything because I was like, oh, fuck no, I no, I would, I'll watch Eternals before. I, I would have been surprised again. if you to give it a seven or an eight. Why? Because you do that sometimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you shit talk a movie the whole way through and you still give it a high score. I'm very critical on movies I care about. Like, That's fine. Like you're allowed to be. I'm just. All right. Gentlemen. I've seen you do it. That's all. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm playing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. This has been episode 287A of Four of the Love of Cinema. Eastern episode posts every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe, every little bit of helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. We're always posting things on social media. Send us an email to fourthloveofcinemapodcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Where the Crawdads Sing and The Sea Beast. A Netflix original that is doing very well on Netflix. The Beast of the Sea. <laughs>